Jennifer Zhang. Yes, Jacqueline Lopez. Oh my gosh, so (laughs) so insistent. I'm sorry, I'll I'll come back some other time. (laughs) It's like the door creaked open. You're like, um, excuse me, ma'am? Yes, Jacqueline Lopez? What? What do you want now? (laughs) Um, Excuse me, ma'am, I just, uh, I'd like the, can you please uh, describe Shattered in three words? (sighs) Fine. (laughs) Shattered in three words. Uh, Retrospective. Mm -hmm. Romantic. Okay. Romantic. Um, and, um, uh, geez. Chicoterrific. <laughs> <laughs> this is Seven of Wine. by Muppets. We are so Muppets. <laughs> my hands are on sticks. Ah, bah, 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 bah. Uh, my name is Jacqueline Lopez with my beautiful co-host Jennifer Zhang. This is Seven of Wine, where every episode we review an episode of Star Trek Voyager and a bottle of wine at the same time. Wait, wait, not at different times? No, not at different times. Unlike this episode, <laughs> which happens to be a Chakota sod. Chakota sod. Chakota sod. Chakota sod. I am so excited we actually did this. I, I rewatched it this morning, in fact, while mm-hmm. I was getting ready to come over here. And I was, I started laughing even before the first, before the opening credits, because I remembered how much I love this episode. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But first, let's get a quick synopsis. Take it away, Jennifer. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, today, uh, we are taking a look at Shattered. Yes, yes. we are. Yeah. Shattered. <laughs> from season, from season three. We are, No, yes. no, from season seven. Whoa, season three. Where oh, did your brain go? Wine is where it went. <laughs> we got started early. Yeah, we got a pregame. Yeah, we did. All right. In the episode Shattered, Shattered. Uh, Voyager encounters a chronokinetic surge out there in the Delta Quadrant that causes a temporal rift. ba 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 Rift. Which fractures Voyager into different timelines. So, like, different parts of Voyager are happening at different points in time. What? I know. It's nutballs. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It's nutballs. That and should the, have been your third word. Nutballs. Nut <laughs> and the only person that could pass between these different timelines. Naturally. Is Chakotay. Yeah. Chakotay. Of course. Of course. And so he has to single-handedly, oh, not necessarily because he does employ the help of Captain Catherine Janeway. <gasps> he has to find a way to... Uh, unite all of these different fractured parts of Voyager into the same timeline so that he can go back and uh, and prevent the disaster that causes all of this chaos in the first place. Exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's nutballs. It's nutballs. Chicote. <laughs> Chicote. <laughs> Chicote. Chicote. <laughs> and um, so we are going to be uh, kicking our, our thematic wine of uh, this go about is called Shatter. Shattered. Shatter? Shatter. No, not past tense. It's not past tense. Present tense. Okay, the French weren't that advanced. No, it's <laughs> kidding. The Shatter, 
which is a 2013 Grenache from Maori, France. Maori? I'm probably saying this terribly. No, I think you should say it like that. Maori. Maori. From Maori, France. From Maori, France. Because we going, we going international this, this episode. <laughs> the shattered Grenache shows fine raspberries and blackberries in the aroma and on the palate. Pretty rich in the finish. So whoever wrote this is a liar. Pretty rich in the finish. So let's take another swig to prove how wrong this description has been. Cheers, dear. Cheers. That one's going to be loud. <laughs> Still terrible. Still tastes like dirt. This uh, really puts the shot in shatter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Maybe it is from Maori, France, instead from of Maori, Maori, France, instead of like Marine or whatever it's supposed oh. to be. Well, we didn't stereotype anything. Nope, not at all. We're progressive. <laughs> we're, we're totally fine. You know what I was telling you? Um, and we we did, you know, once we discovered how unpalatable it is, we did chug quite a bit of it just to make sure it did the job. And by we, we mean Jennifer. <laughs> we, I've, I'm, so, I'm so bliss. I'm so slizzard that I'm now referring to myself in plural, <laughs> plural pronouns. But it's uh, it tastes like water that's had like wine flavoring added to it. I don't know what it is, and it, the the finish is extremely um, a bitter is not even the word. It just tastes like al- it's alcoholic, like you, like uh, actual rubbing alcohol can, or something. Can tart and bitter be the same thing? Exist in the same universe timeline in the, in the same tasteful timeline taste timeline because that's exactly what this is it's it's dark it's here's here's what i've noticed about my experience again limited with international wines particularly with french wines is a lot of them are of the earth there is a very dirt taste to them Mm -hmm. but usually the good ones have a very like they round off very well so Mm -hmm. You know, like, for example, there's a lot of Bordeaux's out there, right? I'm not a huge fan of Bordeaux, but I can definitely attest to them opening up and being more mellow and being more agreeable on the palate, even though there is a very earthy sense to it. And this just doesn't do anything. It literally just tastes like dirt in my mouth. It's Robitussin. It tastes like Robitussin. Watch your mouth. I loved Robitussin growing up. (laughs) I used to be like Robitussin and Dynatap were my money. I was like, Dynatap. Oh, girl. Ooh. Grape Dynatap. My God. I'll date. Triaminic. I will make lean out of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not condoning the use of drugs. No, man. But if you are going to make lean, put some Dynatap in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. My God. So uh, back to Shattered. Yeah, Shattered. Yep. So... <laughs> My oh, so this is this is my favorite Chakotay episode, and I realize the reason is is it's kind of Chakotay light in the sense it that is. it doesn't really go on this mind spirit journey that yeah. he usually goes on, but it follows him. He is the the glue yeah. that holds this whole operation together. And my my favorite thing, and I think we should start out of the gates with this, is when we were setting up. Jen mentions this is literally Star Trek Voyager, the ride, the ride. <laughs> It is. It is. Um, the fact that the timelines are different in every part of Voyager makes it so that like every turbo lift ride, every like door opening reveals a different part of this series that you've been following because this would have been the seventh season. So you'd be like, oh, that's from that episode. Oh, that's from that episode. 
dope. It was so, so much dope. fun. It was, it was so fun. much fun. And you know what it reminds me of? The minute you said that, it completely reminded me of the Borg ex- Escape the Borg at Star Trek. Oh, Las- at Hil- you know, the at Hilton. the Hilton. Yeah. At the Star Trek experience. Nice. And I just remember, yeah, because it's almost like you're in the, you are Janeway and you're just walking with Chakotay yeah. down down all these Memory different lane. corners. Memory lane. Memory yeah. lane. Mm. And so it was an absolute joy. First off, okay, first off, you have him, you know, pulling out booze from the cargo bay yep, and it, telling kids to keep secrets. Yep. <laughs> I it, love it's, it starts off with him, like, it, you know, they touch upon this tradition that he and Janeway have developed. They have dinners. They, they have, have dinners. dinners. It's, it's, a, it's a captain and her first commander, you know, just kind of like, Sitting, sitting back, throwing a few, uh, tossing a few back, and just you know talking, but in a way, winding together. Like, let's get real for a second. Yeah, it's romantic. How wonderful! Well, aside from that, how wonderful is it though? Like when the pretense is off, mm-hmm. when you know your captain says, "Look, it's not going to happen." All of a sudden, the air is let out of the sails. Yeah, and they can just hang, enjoy each other's company. That's it. And I have think, a few. Yeah, and I think that part of it was, you know, when I was watching past interviews with uh, Kate Mulgrew, and when she's talking about this with fans at different conventions, she said, you know, what she aimed for at that point was just something that transcends romance, mm-hmm. something that's very there's something deeper, yeah, a deeper connection. You know, when Voyager gets fractured and he encounters. Janeway from a past timeline, you know, the only way he can convince her that he's that he knows her from the future in an intimate way is not by referencing like mission logs. Mm-hmm. He basically says, "How's your dog Molly?" Mm-hmm. You know, like, "How's your fi- your you know?" I read this thing that your fiance gave you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's the most you've convinced- wanted to learn how to play classical music. Yeah, and you regret not learning. Yeah, he proves to her that he knows her. On a level that nobody else on the crew is privy to. No, she's no not going to share these details with them because they can't see her as a person. They need to see her as a captain, as a leader. Yeah. But Chakotay. Wow, I didn't think about that. It yeah. really, really highlights the fact that Chakotay is the one confidant she has. Who's like, you know, he he's going to be able to advise her. He's going to be able to, you know, he's always going to respect her. But in these private moments where they have these nice little dinners, they're people. They're just folk. Both of them, being in the highest points of command, need to have some semblance of normalcy. Yep. And so this is kind of what brings them back to, to, you know, ground zero yeah. or level one. Or They're the only ones that can give it to each other. Ground yeah. Floor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Get so it. Where, you get that normalcy. I am. Yeah. I mean, I I love Chakotay and Janeway together. Yes. But Jen that knows di- this. But that dinner gets interrupted. But it gets interrupted. Well, first off, it gets interrupted because Janeway has to disassemble her replicator <laughs> like a like a nincompoop. It was so good. Just cute. He comes in for dinner and her her, her replicators completely dismantled. It's in pieces because it burnt the roast. It burnt the roast. And I love how he's. I love that Janeway is notorious for being crappy at cooking. Just across the board. I love it. Because this is like brought up again in different episodes and it's always hysterical to me. She's terrible. Even with a replicator. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a replicator and yet she manages to ruin it. Can you imagine every if like time. a husband comes home to his wife um, and she's disassembled like this is for some reason a 1950s wife. She's disassembled her oven because it burnt the rose. Right? <laughs> like that's her. Because that's, it's the fault of the That's her solution. It's yeah. not her. It's literally the oven's fault. Yeah. It reminds me, my mom actually did that one time with a computer. 
she did something wrong to it. But all of a sudden I came home one time and it was a Mac tower when there used to be those big towers and she had disassembled the entire thing. <laughs> and she told me that she was on the phone with Apple Care, And I said, I don't know what Apple Care is going to do. You're talking to, but this should not be happening. <laughs> oh, Jace. So their dinner gets interrupted because all of a sudden there's something happening on the bridge. Something always happens on the bridge when Ensign Kim is at the helm. Yeah, come on, Ensign Kim. This is why you're an Ensign forever. This is why you're forever Ensign. Forever Ensign. Forever Ensign. <laughs> and uh, so what is it called? Because it starts with a C. It's the chronokinetic surge. Say that five times fast. Chronokinetic surge. I can't even say it once. No, no I can't even remember to say it. Chronokinetic surge. But and they it, don't even know that it's that yet. They, they don't, don't know it's time-based. It's a weird-looking nebula thing in yeah. the world. Yep. And it's a really interesting graphic. And then all of a sudden, it shoots a little lightning bolt at Voyager. Hits him with a little something-something. Little something-something, and it gets all jiggy. Yep, gets jiggy. And then all of a sudden, Chakotay looks like Two-Face. He looks like (laughs) Two-Face. Chakotay face. Chakotay face. (laughs) Chakotay face. Chakotay face. Yeah, and then the next time we catch up with him, he's in the sick bay. Because he, he got fixed. He got fixed. But uh, I know I know Jackie gets a kick out of the things that were wrong with him. <laughs> because you guys, he had the liver of an 80-year-old with the kidneys of a 12-year-old. Which is what we aspire to have here on this show. Mm. As we drink copious amounts of wine. Indeed. Mm, yum. <laughs> yum. Yum, yum, yum. So Unless, he's fixed. If I go to a doctor and they're like, your liver's messed up, I'll be like, no, it's just gone through a temporal rift there was a chronokinetic anomaly caused my liver to be blasted into the future and this is how you get put into a farm <laughs> they'll just send a funny me right, farm yeah they'll send me right to the uh the psych ward they're like can you please put on this jacket mm-hmm. it buckles in the back but <laughs> but Chico, that's when chicote discovers for the first time that things are amiss because the doctor does not know what his mobile emitter is yes mm-hmm and also, he's a complete curmudgeon, which I thought was really interesting. We're going to have to revisit this consistently throughout yeah. this episode because everybody has to play their former selves. Yeah, they do. Which is really, or fun. future selves, which is really fun. Fun. So all of a sudden, of course, Chakotay, being the most adorable person on the planet, decides to go to Janeway on the bridge to figure things out. He's going to go straight to straight to the straight captain. To the, straight to the captain. Not anticipating that this particular version of Janeway has not yet met him. I just haven't met you yet. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Okay, Michael Buble. But he does get a sense that something's wrong when he's in the turbo lift carrying a medical um, kit, a med kit. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it disappears from his hands. He gets onto the bridge, and suddenly, no one recognizes him. No. And some Kim does not recognize him. And then Janeway brings back the bun. The bun. Da bun. So I have a lot of favorite lines in this episode simply because the sass factor on Captain Catherine Janeway is at a level 35 mm-hmm. million. It is so good. So of course, when he, when Chakotay tenderly says, Catherine, she responds, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we we're on a first name basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got a little... She, and her expression when she says that is so is so great. It's so like you know he did something wrong when she when she like looks at him and says that. Well, I thought yeah. it was really interesting though how hostile she was towards him. Well, but like it, I don't know the history of the Maquis with Starfleet or whatnot. The Maquis definitely at that stage, you know, this is at the beginning of their mission, right? Okay. Like the Janeway that we encounter here has not yet stranded, like. Voyager in the Delta Quadrant. Yes. As, as we learned, is a really huge deal in this episode. Is She hasn't done anything 
quote unquote, they haven't wrong left yet. yet. She hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah. She doesn't have this burden. So all she has right now as Captain Catherine Janeway is command of this new ship, mm-hmm. and she's got to establish leadership. Mm-hmm. So she, she, you do have a sterner, harsher version of Janeway. She's operating completely under Starfleet jurisdiction. It's all by the book protocols. That's the Janeway we're talking about. We're not talking about cowgirl bootstrap Janeway yet. No, not yet. This is <clears throat> this is decorated, you know, like highly respected, accomplished Catherine Janeway commanding a new crew with the bun. With the with bun of authority. The bun. The respect, bun of steel. Respect the bun. Respect bro. <laughs> Respect the bun. Respect the bun. Respect the bun. So, so Chakotay, he's trying to step to her. You know what I'm he's saying? He's trying to be all smooth. He's yo, all calling her Catherine yo, and shit. Yo, Catherine, what's up, girl? And she's, she's like, like not today, Chakotay. What did you say? What, what did, did you, you call me? Um, bun, did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've explained this, but when he got inoculated by the doctor, now he's the only one, the sole person who can traverse all of these temporal yeah. Rifts. Yep. Or shifts, I guess. Or these these shattered pieces of time, shall we say. Yep. All existing within Voyager space. All of them right now yeah. are in Voyager, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like instead of level one uh, shoes and accessories, <laughs> it's, you know, the Borg and something else. Not the point. The point is he all of a sudden is starting to realize things are going a little crazy because when he decides to go back to engineering, which is where the whole problem whole began, thing went down. Mm-hmm. he runs into Seska. 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 We can't get rid of Seska. Gosh dang. She's like that rash from Cabo. I think she's a great actress. This is the first time though, and this is something that I need to revisit myself because this is the first time I've seen her with Cardassian makeup on. And I remember because she used to try, I think they they masked her as Bajoran if I remember correctly. Like they gave her, she had a different makeup Oh, yeah, this. yeah, she, she did change her race. Yeah, because yeah. what happened, yeah, that was the whole, that's the, when they were trying to figure out who the mole was and they found out it was her yeah. because of the fact that she had hid her DNA. Yeah. And, um... I can't remember, did she have, like, nose ridges? Yeah, she had nose ridges. Then she was Bajoran. Yeah, yeah so she, she was, was only Bajoran. Bajoran to start. I can't believe I, you guys, <laughs> I'm officially a trekker now! How do I know this? Nerd. Oh, my God! <laughs> I'm a nerd! I love it. Okay, so, but I knew she was, because I remember thinking, God, her makeup looks really weird in this episode, because yeah. her forehead is super back, and then all of a sudden I realized she has the the markings of a Kardashian. Yeah, the so eyebrow she, ridge. And like, the neck ridges, that's yeah, where yeah. I got it. Yeah. Anywho, I digress. She knocks him in the face, so poor, let's oh. let's recap what happened to Chakotay. So harsh. So, he wakes up in, in, in Medical Bay, he goes, he gets arrested, he comes down, he gets punched in the face. She... Pistol whip. Like, she whips him hard. Real, he, he has... It's bleeding. She punishes him like... I mean, we're talking like 50 shades shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she heals him up, so it's totally fine, right? He didn't even sign a contract for this shit. But now all the pieces are starting to fit together. Chakotay realizes upon being there that he is not only in different times, in different time zones, but at different... Which is serendipitous, isn't it, for all of us yeah. viewers? It's not only just different time zones. It's different milestones... Of the ship. In ships. Voyager history. Yeah. In yeah. Voyager history. So he goes back to Sick Bay and he kind of puts two and two together that he needs someone on his side. And who does he pick to go down this mission to put the ship back together? Of course, his dear, beloved, trusted Captain Catherine Janeway. Captain Catherine Janeway. Of the USS Enterprise. Nope. Sorry. Oh, the Voyager. Drink. <laughs> That should definitely. We should have a jar. We should have a drink. We jar. have a jar where whenever somebody f's up like that, like I just did, I have to put money in it. And it's gonna you- be you because this is the only show I've watched. You're gonna be jumping around. You're the- gonna be like 
TOS, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like I've had too much Trek just <laughs> swimming around in my head. Just USS swimming. Voyager. My God. Anyways, the yes. bun. The bun knows all. <laughs> so all of a sudden, in the most <laughs> fanfic way of capturing a captain and getting her to succumb to your will. Yep. Chakotay gets her in the ready room. Yep. Explains his situation. And then grabs her from behind. Oh, yeah. And administers the inoculation. Yep. Thereby then- shifting her into this next you know, beautiful space of, of Voyager. Mm-hmm. And when she decides to want to go off on her own, he says, no, we're better together. Yep. And Jacqueline said, yes. Yep, they can't, together. they can't, they can't split up. The babies you guys would make would be adorable, <laughs> is what Jacqueline said. Because, dude, Robert Beltran is on point. He, he is, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm watching him do his thing and I'm like, my warp core is destabilizing. I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! Oh my god! <laughs> No, he's my little pony. He's great. And I, I do have to say this, like, as a quick aside, and this is a fun aside that, that we could do. This is a super fun aside. Is, um, like, I, I was, like, me and my ex, who, by the way, his name is Matt. He's the one that, that did the whole, I don't know why I have to give you his whole history. His name <laughs> is Matt. He's the one that came up with the Chakota Sode, which is the thing that we used to do when we watched Voyager. When he would sing Chakota Sode through the entire theme, and now he's turned it into a thing that we do. Yes. So, but, um... Like, we used to do this thing where, like, what would be your ideal away team from the Voyager, like, Voyager crew, right? And I always chose, like, Seven of Nine, of course. She's, like, the Mary Sue. That's that's right, Mary Sue, right? That's someone who's good at everything. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, and Tuvok, because he's a security officer, so he's good at fighting. And Matt was the one who went, nope. Think about every episode that Chakotay is in where he has to do action-related things. Chakotay, he's he's the real, like, he's the real brawler on the crew. And it's kind of and true. And it's apparent here. Yeah, it is apparent here. Yeah. So not only does, first off, we to backtrack a little bit, when he breaks from the clutches of Seska because he's put two and two together. Yeah, he's fighting all the He monkeys. fights everyone. He's shooting things on the ship. He, like, knows they can fix it later. Yeah. He gives no fucks. Yeah, and he's hot doing it, too. And we know this because Janeway starts uh, throughout the course of this episode, you guys. It's Flirt City. It is. Destination Voyager. It is. She she definitely, I mean, the circumstances are such that, I mean, they're pretty hot circumstances as it is, right? There's this guy, appears out of nowhere, seems to know her intimately, right? Is her only hope for completing this mission. Jen! Right? He, he tells her all these things. Oh, Jackie's face tells me that I need to be listening. What? He's Kyle Reese. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yum. Terminator. We went Terminator on Voyager. Yeah, she's, she, has to, she has to go with him. She, she has, has to. He knows He knows everything. And, and he's the one who says that they can't split up because he's the only one who has the knowledge of every one of these timelines that they start traversing. And the reason why they have to, and, you know, it's actually a really clever reason for them to do this. The reason they have to go to all these different parts of Voyager and experience all these different timelines is because the... Um, well, let's let's go. Let's go. Oh, so yeah, yeah. he decides to go to the astrometrix lab mm-hmm. because he tries to find Seven. Because the person who would know necessarily how to fix this ship, yep, probably the person who's most advanced is Seven. Mm-hmm. He goes to the astrometrix. No, 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 it's not the lab. It's the cargo bay. No, but originally he goes to the astrometrix oh, right. lab to that's find right. her, uh-huh. and he finds people whom we visit, whom we see at the beginning of this episode yep. as young children. Ichem. Now as adults, we see Ichem. and Naomi Waldman. Yeah, and they're who I don't grown. like. 
Yeah, but I love how cute they are. They're really cute. They are cute, but I felt like they made the whole show a kid's show whenever they showed up. But anyway. It's true. Yeah. But these are adult adult versions, yeah. right? And, you know, we basically see them. It kind of creeps me out because apparently Janeway and Chakotay die super, like, are super dead at this point. Yeah. And we get that revelation. But then they say, no, she's not here. But they, so they give us the setup that we've given to you, that the, the, the ship is shattered and I believe 37 yeah. um, different parts. And there is a necessity to put the entire ship back together, yeah. but they don't know how to do it. But they said, you know, we need to find seven. Yeah. And of course, Chakotay being super smart because that tattoo gives him superpowers, um, <laughs> says, uh, let's go to Cargo Bay. And so that's our first glimpse. I'm sorry to interrupt, but no. that's our first glimpse that this event has caused a lot of a lot of chaos. A lot of it's chaos. The fact that these two that this is the future and these two um, children who have basically they reveal that they've been dealing with it ever since. Yes. That they were that the that people have died, that like people went missing and they've still at whatever star date they're at have not figured it out. And what's so great, again, I love Kate Mulgrew because because of reasons like this. So we are having everybody play different aspects and different points of the timeline with the exception of Chakotay. Mm-hmm. But you have a Janeway who has not experienced making this decision at all. No context. So she is getting everything thrown at her yeah. at lightning speed. She doesn't even know about the Delta Quadrant yet. No, she doesn't know about the Delta Quadrant. She doesn't know about the fact that... Uh, you And it's so great because you'll have, you have Chakotay thinking out loud, saying all these different things that are normal to viewers of the show and to him... And they're, he's dropping things randomly that just you every what expression that Janeway could make happens yeah. in this episode. And so and this is something Jen and I joked about at the very beginning. This Janeway does not want to hear anything about the temporal. Direct, no, you know, she's like, don't she's tell me. Violate it. Yeah. Temporal prime directive. Don't tell me. She Doc Brown. She, she literally goes, the less I know, the yep. better Doc it Brown. is. Don't tell me, Marty. I can't do it. <laughs> don't tell me, Marty. There it is. But no. <laughs> Great. God. Doc. But, I gotta tell you something about the fee. I can't do it. I can't do either of them. Why did I even try? I don't know. I'm just gonna. I. I'm sorry for talking over that. I really want to hear it but again. She, but she Doc Browns. She says, "Don't tell me anything." And then all of a sudden, they get to the cargo bay. It opens up into a giant little mini board collective. Mini board collective. And of course, she says, "Clearly, you have to fill me in." Yes. Tell me. Everything. Please tell me what this. Please explain this, Lucy. Yes. And so Lucy. we get we get a seven of nine, and she breaks down how we're going to fix everything. So I love this episode. Part of the reason I love it is because it's so clever. Right. So clever. We're in one. We're in the future where they explain what happened to the ship, and now we're in the past where we explain how to fix the ship. Yeah. So great. So clever. So the reality is, and what I love about it, of course, is at first we think Janeway is going to be this ridiculous side quick side quick woo sidekick questioning everything and as it goes she comes up with the idea that you know what in order to sink the ship together yeah. we need to inject the bioneural circuitry of the ship which is what makes voyager unique we have to inject it with the same inoculation that both she and chakotay have been administered yeah it basically brings if they if they inject it into the quote-unquote nervous system of voyager then it can all be brought in sync to the same timeline Mm -hmm. for them to do what they need to do next now i love i love calling this episode when chakotay gazes at janeway because every time that they're spoken to as a pair he's always looking at her 
to figure out how to react, and it's adorable. He's now had freaking seven years of being her first commander. Oh, she okay. she doesn't she doesn't yet know that about him, but he's looking to her. He's out of habit looking at like looking to her for yeah. for everything for the directive for her intent for what happens next for her feelings and it's and it's so funny because he it's should really so be taking the helm of this operation yeah. and he does inadvertently but he does it in his own smooth way where he's one of those guys where he makes it your idea like you thought of it and you were the genius behind it and he does that to Janeway Gotta case find in me point one of those guys. all of a sudden Jay, you know, all of a sudden Janeway goes, okay, we got to inject all of this stuff. We got to go back and to the, the gel docks packs. with yeah. the gel packs, with the bioneural bio circuitry. Mm-hmm. I can say that. I can't even say what this rift was called. Anyway, <laughs> so 7 of 9 goes, this is insufficient. You should make your own little collective. And Janeway goes, thanks. We'll do it my way. Yeah. And then, of course, she leaves. Chicote goes right after her. And 7 of 9 goes back to her. I don't know why they altered her voice in this. Yeah, they put a filter or they something on They put a filter on, on yeah. this one. They never did it before, but whatever. They just wanted to show she's more Borg. Yeah. And that's fine. Which was fun. Oh, it was totally fun. Because now we're talking about season seven. This is, you know, in in the the air the the history of, you know, the series airing. This is the final season. Yeah. So it's really fun to see Seven of Nine, whom we've been following for many seasons now, as like a woman who's kinda like, you know, learning how to be a person. It's so fun to see her be like, I am Borg. I'm Borg again. So we get to visit all these different spaces. Yeah. Um what I you know, you said we get we get uh we get Seven of Nine back in her Borg outfit. We get Balana back in the boots. Oh, Mm. Maquis Balana. Maquis Balana. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so fierce. Special edition. Sh- patterns. You yeah, want to see? Patterns. Mm. Oh. They, they run to all these different, the, all these, I can't even think of all of them. Balana is, oh, they go to um, the holodeck and an uh, earlier version of Tom, Chaotica. Pa- Tom Paris's um, Captain Proton holodeck program, which was fun. It was so cute. We see Balana as Maquis. We see yes. Seska in the insurgency. We yeah. see, um, oh, there's some future. Uh, oh, we could go to some future where there's some radiation poisoning where everybody's dying. Super, super dying. Yeah. Uh, so we see all kinds. And that one obviously is not an episode. It wasn't an episode, No, right? it wasn't. No, no, mm-hmm. that, was, that was definitely one of the only timelines other than the Icheb, um Naomi Wildman one that's set in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that those, and let me see what else. The macro, macro virus one? We see phage. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, that's not phage. But we see the macro virus. Yeah, we yeah. see micro, I think it's called microcosm or macro, something. Yeah, macro, the ma- something. yeah. Macro yeah, something. Yeah. We see that episode. Scorpion was with uh, was with the the Borg. Mm-hmm. Um, we see basics. That's with Seska. Mm-hmm. The one, see, the thing about Bolanus is I don't know where it's placed. No, and I guess it's it's indiscriminate. She, she, she's definitely pissed Oh, I think it's right at, it's not, bef- it's not at a point It has yet. to be, it's, it's, it has to be an undefined episode. In yeah. my opinion, it's right when they got stranded. Yeah, because she the- hasn't yet um, accepted the fact that they have to unite with the Federation. And that, of course, yeah. since Janeway, that's when the Janeway spiral of now you have to tell me everything yeah. happens because all of a sudden Janeway realizes we have of Balana pointing the finger at Janeway saying she's the one that got us stranded here in yeah. the... Delta, Delta quadrant. quadrant. And she's been hearing up until this point little murmurs of Delta Quadrant shenaniganery. She's the only one who's been set yeah. at the exact moment before she has to make this decision. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else is with the, yeah, everybody else 
is an aftermath yeah. of it. Yeah. And Chakotay is definitely trying to shield her from that. <laughs> he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's like <laughs> every time someone's like Delta Quadrant, he's like, yeah, n- never mind. No, no, no. You mean smell the Here, just I'll, I'll do I'll do the part you be Chakotay. So when we went to the Delta. <laughs> as I was saying, the Delta. <laughs> Chakotay. He's definitely trying to keep that. Love the bun. Yeah. <laughs> trying to keep that truth from her. But here is, as you point out, where it comes out. I mean, try to talk over Balana. Just try. Just try. Just try. So they're bouncing around. They're jumping into these different rifts because they're the only two who can. Mm-hmm. And they're inoculating all of these gel packs, right? Yeah. And Janeway, they, go ahead. And as, yeah, well, we can go, we can stick on that. So as Janeway as they as they start running through all of this, it's we noticed two things. First off, that it was absolutely necessary that Chakotay go with her. Because yeah, she would have been lost. She would have been lost as fuck. Yeah. And second, but this is what's so interesting, is it's clear that he can't shield her from everything. She needs to know these things because it literally, it's it's something where it's literally everyone in the at the party is talking about you and you yeah. really don't know why. Yeah, exactly. And you want to find out. Yeah. And yeah. this is and and eventually she says, look, we, you know, and in her justification, of course, is in this case, we're talking about something I haven't even fathomed of. She before. hasn't even done. She hasn't she thought the, about. She hasn't made the decision. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even know what's going on. And like, you know, as much as she's already violated the, the temporal prime directive, at this point, she's like, she literally says, to hell with it. Yeah. She's like, just tell me. Yeah. Because clearly now she's seen enough of these different timelines to know something happens that results in a lot of death. Mm-hmm. A, lo- a lot of strife for her mm-hmm. crew and she and she's responsible so she wants Chakotay just she's like lay it on me tell me what happens and unfortunately she's only seen the bad right yeah. now oh that's yeah that's what's so sad about it right there's nothing perky about anything that transpires in fact the thing that really pushes her over the edge in my opinion is when she gets to the commissary and she's yeah and she sees the radiation poisoning and and Tuvok dies yeah. essentially in her arms. Yeah, right? because the Janeway that we're talking about, her closest, associ- <laughs> this Janeway who's at the beginning of her command, yes. her closest association at that point is, is Tuvok. Tuvok. And aside from that, yeah. she's going to save him. That yeah. was the whole point of this mission. Yeah, right? in the very beginning was she was going to go retrieve her trusty security officer. See, and very here, first episode. And here he's dying mm-hmm. in her arms. Mm-hmm. Live long and prosper. Not so much for you, Tuvok. Nope, nope. <laughs> How ironic. That Vulcan salute. Yep, no. He dies. He dies. She watches it. She watches him die. She's heartbroken, but she knows that they're on a mission. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, she halts them in the turbo lift and says, we need to shift this timeline back to my timeline. Yeah, not to yours, but to the beginning of this whole thing. We're not going to command Z what happened when the the rift or when the surge hit you. We're going to shift it back to before any of this even started. Yeah. And this is, again, what I love about this, especially this season, I noticed, because when we talked about this with um, with Fairhaven as well, well, I think Fairhaven was season six, but especially season six onwards, I guess, is we're at a point now where the crew has forgiven her, essentially. Yeah. The crew is realized, you know what, this was the decision. And the writers were very particular about it. And in mm-hmm. this instance, when she halts the turbo, or... When she's about ready to say we need to shift it back, Chakotay halts the turbo lift and goes, look, yeah, a lot of crap goes down. Yeah. But a lot of good things happen, too. Yeah. yeah. 
you know he's basically and we were joking about this before the podcast he's like the ghost of christmas (laughs) past present and future like he provides that perspective right Mm -hmm. he's able to say like this captain jamie this is your life shackles chains he's he like she doesn't see it but he's able to tell her and he says you wouldn't get seven you wouldn't get each of you wouldn't discover any of this stuff. We wouldn't if we go home. Because, again, they don't know if they're going home yet. But he yeah. said, "You, we've we've done more discovering in the Delta Quadrant than anyone could even fathom. Anybody in Starfleet would have ever, like, if we're talking about what the Federation is about, you know, about, like, discovering new things, mm-hmm. like, boldly going out there and, like, you know, just really gathering knowledge about the universe around them. Voyager was a pioneer in that. And yes. it all happened because It did of, what it was supposed to do. Because Janeway's fateful decision put them in brand new territory. Mm-hmm. He says, like, the things that we discover about the Borg in the Delta Quadrant, you know, the liberating Seven, you know, like, oh God, he, he points out so many things. It's a beautiful retrospective. It's a beautiful retrospective. And, of course... It puts Janeway on a pedestal, to which all of a sudden you see her demeanor do a complete 180 from begrudgingly realizing that she was the burden of everyone on this ship Mm -hmm. to, damn, this guy's hot. Because you (laughs) can see her demeanor completely shift where she just goes, are you going to second guess me at every turn? Yeah. But she does it in a really seductive way that I can't do and replicate because Kamogru is just a goddess. And then, of course, he says, no, of course, you'll always get the last word. And my favorite thing about this writing team or who these writers is that she does. From this point yep. onward, she will always have the last word whenever there's yeah. a Chakotay Janeway interaction. Uh, Shattered is a nice showcase for the Janeway Chakotay relationship in its most purest, you know, plat- platonic. Distillation. Yeah. And it's a good send off for it. Yeah. Right? It's great. Because after this, we get into the whole Seven of Nine relationship with him, but I don't, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what happens is all of a sudden she realizes, you know what? He's okay with it. I'm okay with it, right? So at this mm-hmm. point, we have that shift in our our bun-wearing Janeway mm-hmm. where she realizes this is truly a kindred spirit. This is mm-hmm. someone she can invest in and trust in and mm-hmm. and let's let's finish the job, right? Yep. So all of a sudden, they get off the turbo lift and, Jay, and, and this is what I love about him. He is the person who essentially is the only one who really can guide this mission. Mm-hmm. But of course, like you said, he takes command from one person. And he goes with her plan. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, he says, "You know the the last the last gel pack we need to inject <sighs> is in engineering, is where in it engineering. all started. It's there. And who's in engineering? Seska. 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 She just won't die. She sounds like a lizard. She's basically. This is not going to make sense to anyone but you and me, Jackie. But she's the Callisto of this episode. I, of this series. I think people will get it. She's the Callisto is the bad guy in Xena that comes back every season. They find ways to bring her back. Seska is the Callisto of Voyager. <sighs> I know. But anyway, so she's there. But noticeably enough, before we get to that scene, right, it's the it's the final showdown because now this is the last gel pack. This is the place where as soon as all the gel, gel packs are taken care of, this is the place that Chakotay has to be to yeah. reset everything. Yep. And so noticeably as they're getting there, uh, you know, Janeway looks at Chakotay and says, do you have an idea? And he says, well, you know, I think I'm going to be I'm going to take a page out of the Janeway book. And be diplomatic about it. And then, of course, Janeway goes, yeah, but there's always, but the Janeway handbook always has a plan B. Oh, yeah. She's Batman. Oh, she's Batman. She's Batman. And, of course, he says, you have something to mind. She goes, um, is there a bun on my head? 
Did she actually say that? No, no. she's not. I was, that would have been. I'm like, I don't remember. I don't know if it's the wine, but I don't remember her saying that. You're no. like, Jacqueline, what? She was saying it with her eyes. She said so. it with her eyes and with her hips. And with her hair. Mm, and with her hair. And so all of a sudden, all of a sudden we just see. All we see is Senor Chicote <laughs> with, with Senorita Sesca mm-hmm. in uh, El Engineering. He tries engineering. diplomacy. He tr- and he tries diplomacy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she's hitting on him. And I was like, okay, things are going hunky-dory. And then all of a sudden, she turns on him and says exactly what Janeway wanted to. Hey, shift. When you shift the ship, shift it to my, my timeline. timeline. Yeah. So I can, because what happened was when he was first pistol whipped by her, he divulged that she gets, she loses the battle that she's at. She's currently in yeah so of course she wants him to shift everything to her timeline so she can win the battle now that she knows what's happening exactly yeah but janeway had a few cards up her sleeve (laughs) because all of a sudden she she makes poor carrie kim and poor tom paris jump from 12 feet in the air (laughs) to hopefully land on some kazon which they yeah. successfully do mm-hmm. because engineering apparently is shattered in two different places. So they're shielded. So they jump on and all of a sudden all our favorite, our gangs back together <laughs> with the exception of Tuvok because he's dead. Yeah. But uh, all of a sudden the whole gang is back together and they overtake the ship yep. once again from the Kazon and the single yep. Cardassian. Yep. Which upon, I don't know if you noticed this, but before Chakotay resets the ship, Bolana comes up and she says, Seska and her team are so safely secured in the Jeffrey's tubes. What? <laughs> they shove them. <laughs> they shove them in the Jeffrey's tubes. Oh my God. They're like they're just gonna put them in the walls. They're like, just gonna shove them in the walls like the cask of Amontillado from uh, Edgar Allan Poe. What the? I'm a dork. Anyway, yeah, you're a bigger so, nerd than I am. But I like you know what I liked about this though. Mm. I like that you also get to see um, seven of nine. Borg out. Dude, she totally She just out. comes in, she terminators. She like, out of the elevator and just blasts the shit I out of everything. I oh, love God. her in this episode. She's so good. She's, She's so, so fun. Funny. She is Borg. Dude, this this is, I love this. Like you said, it's so a walk great. down memory lane. It's so much fun for, it's such fan service. It really is. But it's so much fun and it's yeah. so much fan service. Yeah. And of course, what I love I always love when Janeway steps into her own. And of yeah. course, by before, so they overtake the Kazon. They overtake Seska. They're all there. They're about ready to administer the final beep boop boops. And at this point, the prime directive, of the temporal prime directive, <laughs> totally out the window. Oh, no. So she's going to go for she it. She literally rolled down the window, threw it out, and rolled back up. Yep. She littered. She littered on the galaxy highway. <laughs> and she doesn't even care. And so at this point, she looks at everyone because she says, at this point, since we're not going to remember anything, I want to thank all of you Mm -hmm. for helping me with this. Mm -hmm. And we're going to set it straight. She bids everyone adieu, Mm -hmm. even though there's people in the Jeffreys too, poor people. (laughs) Apparently. Because I, in my opinion, Kazon are like the tallest people in the world. (laughs) And they're all like in fetal position over there in Jeffreys too. But before she goes back to her own time, she, uh, she asks, she has a single question, Jen. And what is that question? She asks, uh, she says, she, her powers of deduction have 
she she realizes that uh, her and Katote she oh my god wow, wow. <laughs> she and Chakotay listen my warp core at this point completely destabilized <laughs> oh my god. it needs to be ejected okay girl but she and Chakotay she says she notices that she and Chakotay are very close mm-hmm. just just how close do they get and he says let's just say some barriers. Never get crossed. Never get crossed. I just love how she goes. She basically says, you know, do, do we, we bone? get do we get freaky? Do we get freaky? <laughs> and let's we, mind you, can uh, we get freaky tonight? <laughs> and again, and again, can we establish that she hasn't left the Alpha Quadrant yet? So she's, she's still, still with, with Mark. Mark, and she is hard let's, flirting. Let's face it, <laughs> we know what Mark looks like. Yeah, Chakotay. We know what Robert Beltran looks like. Upgrade. No, let upgrade. me upgrade you. She basically asks if her systems get upgraded. Yeah. She, she's like, she's, she does. She goes, she goes, hey, 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 Chicote, do we get some Borg technology? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do, you, do you upgrade my warp core? Right, exactly. <laughs> and oh of course, God. she says, no. Kate Mulgrew, no. you didn't allow it. No, no. But it was, it was a fair ask. And of course, she says with a stern handshake, I'm glad I met you, essentially. Yeah. And she walks off back to the bridge wearing this weird duct tape vest. <laughs> and uh, he beep boop boops everything. Yep. And he gets tra- and everything works according to plan. Except instead of the instant moment, he gets transported three seconds before mm-hmm. the, the surge happens. He basically sends all the energy to the deflector shield. This is what I like about this, because he makes a specific reference, because, like, Balana, who's like, what are you doing? The captain has said to do this. He's like, no, no, we're going to, have you heard of a lightning rod? Is that not a Back to the Future reference? Ooh. See, it is. We're talking about time travel here, right? Yeah. Like, they turn the deflector shield, or deflector dish, deflector shield into a lightning rod yep. to, to draw all of the energy from the surge. Mm-hmm. To basically nullify it, to yep. deflect it as yep. it should, and omit this entire event from happening. Now, of course, on the bridge, Janeway has no clue what's happening. She's like, "Why the hell? Did you do what the? F-? She goes, "What the fuck?" Legitimately, she goes, "Your her arms are out. Not even kidding. What is happening? The fuck! Why did you burn out our deflector dish? What is what happening?" Fuck? And then all of oh, and what I love about Janeway is when she knows that something went right. Even though she didn't administer it, she just gets quiet. Yeah. So she goes, damage. (laughs) (laughs) Damage report. Damage. uh, Kim, damage. And Kim, of course, because he's, I blame Kim on this one. (laughs) Starting this whole snafu in the first place. Yeah. Because he, of course, goes, hey, everything's cool. The defect, outside of the deflector beam, everything's copacetic. She goes, all right, that was weird. That was weird. And then all of a sudden, Chakotay, and of course, Chakotay, after he nullifies the situation in engineering, goes, I need to explain to the captain because he's adorable. And he goes up there and Janeway goes, excuse me, explain yourself, sir. (laughs) Excuse me. I would like to know what happened down there. And he goes, of course, uh, let's have dinner and I'll tell you. He doesn't say it like that. Let's talk about it over dinner. But Jacqueline thinks that. Can we get freaky tonight? And I've never seen a first commanding officer so fine. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just want you to keep on going. That's all I got. Damn it. 
<laughs> you set me up with such sweet lyrics, and then you just drop me on my face, and I get really upset about it. So now they got dinner. So now they got dinner in front of them. Apparently, the replicator is working again. They're mm-hmm. eating. They're enjoying booze, very much like you and I. Mm, very this much is, like this us. is very much our. You're Janeway. I'm Janeway. I'm Chakotay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, there are barriers oh, yeah. that we won't cross. Nope. Nope. But for, for other reasons. <laughs> So what ends up happening is the ever inquisitive Janeway keeps poking and poking. What happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah, we've established there's some that the prime directive is not high on her priority list. Well, what happens is she cares about it until it doesn't help her, until it doesn't service her. And then she's yeah. like, no, 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 out the window. Yep. Tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's very steadfast. He says, I can't tell you that. Why? Temporal prime directive. Mm-hmm. And of course... Because the writers are so freaking brilliant in this episode, she has the last word because she knows exactly where he's hid the ale, which was a throwback, a callback to the earlier beginning. in this episode. And and this is the ale that they're drinking at the moment. And he goes, how did you know about that? And she says, oh, I can't tell you. Temporal Prime Directive. <laughs> and then we fade to black, or at least we fade to the ship, and then we get reroll end credits. Such a good episode. I mean, it's fan service for sure. Fan service for sure. For sure. We get to see like all these different iterations that we've missed. It was basically like a little treat. A little treat. It's like, hey, you've been with us for seven years. Here's a little treat. Well, it's a little treat in that for Jacqueline at least. And of course, when Jacqueline, I mean myself. <laughs> we're, we can see that seven years later. Well, uh, technically for, for seven, it's more like four years later. Mm-hmm. She can still rock the Borg. Yep. But seven years later, Janeway can still rock the bun. Can still rock the bun. And uh, seven can still years later, rock the boots. Rock the boots, rock girl. The boots, girl. Rock the boots. Yeah. It's so much fun. We see we see Doc is his most curmudgeon y. Yeah. We see Neelix as, you know, being beautiful. We mm-hmm. see we see everyone just being so fun. Yeah. Now, my question for you is something I was thinking about. If, say, for example, I'm a new fan to Voyager, mm-hmm. do you think this episode would be an enticing enough argument to want to watch the entirety of the series. Like if you had seen this first? Mm. I don't think so. And it, like, to be honest, I want to say yes, but I think it would have been too confusing. Mm-hmm. It would have been too confusing. Because um, they don't go in depth into what's happening in each in each they sector. Don't. I mean, he tries to explain it to the best. Chakotay tries to explain it to the best of his ability, but... Yeah. I mean, it really is like Voyager the Ride, like what we've been saying. It's you, you going through, you're going through all these different experiences. But I think for anybody else, it'd be like a ride through Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you're like, the hell? Here's the chocolate chocolate place, and now here's the blueberry place, and here's the squirrels and the nuts. The hell's going on? It's very yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just curious about your opinion on that. I think ultimately Would it is too- a beautiful standalone episode it is i think it's really fun in terms of the fact that you know i think we always want especially sitcoms do this a lot they yeah. have those recap episodes recap episodes mm-hmm. and you don't the the gift of what star trek is mm-hmm. and the gift of what star trek voyager is is they're able to kind of throw back and call out call back all these different episodes and do it in a way that is really cle- it was just really clever. It was clever. It was I, it was motivated. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You're not just seeing a, it's not a clip show. Nope. It's not a clip show. Like all of the the trips down memory they're lane that real. you take. They're real. Lo- they're they real. have to record them. There's there's a reason. There's like a reason why they have to be in each thing. Like each scenario presents the same conflict over again for them to have to 
work their way through to get to the gel pack. Like them showing up in the holodeck program, right, with uh, Chaotica, mm-hmm. right? They're and Arachnia. Like, and Arachnia. Like they actually have to play those parts again in order to get to the gel pack and they have to outsmart those guys, those villains in order to complete their mission. Yep. And you see that in every sector. They go to the place with the macro virus, right? They have to escape the macro virus yep. to, you know, they, it's, it's really great. It is, it's, it's not a recap. It's them actually having to relive. We live all those scenarios in a new context with a new mission. So clever, my God! Yep, and yeah. making Chakotay the focal point of it has was such a gift. Thank God it wasn't enough. like Chakotay. The, one of the main things about Chakotay Sodes is that they almost always take this really like almost like peyote inspired like spiritual <laughs> journeys. Like every time a Chakotay Sode starts up, you know they're going to get like almost like an. an parody of a Native American narrative, right? Like, he's going to go through some spiritual journey. There's going to be lots of, like, returning to the earth, colors of the wind bullshit. Like, you know, but this time there was none of that. It wasn't It wasn't any of that stuff. It was really just Chakotay at his finest. A great first commanding officer, an action hero, a, a confidant, you know, a, uh, a an advisor, a spirit guide. Yep. I guess that is the Pocahontas part of it. Mm. But it was yeah. It was it was it was an excellent Chicota. So finally, see, I finally. told you there was one. Yep, Jen had right. her doubts. I had I my doubts wrong. Yep. So that was that was shattered. It was shattered. Fine episode to pair with the terrible wine. Can we talk about that juxtaposition? So, now that we've drank literally two thirds of this bottle, what are your thoughts closing this episode of our podcast? I feel like this is not even fit to clean the grease off of one of Voyager's. Like, Ladies and gentlemen. It has rendered my tongue useless mm-hmm. to the point where it's just palatable because it's numb. Yep. Don't use any replicator rations on this wine. Please don't. Absolutely not. Repair the Delta Flyer before you decide to make this Any of this. Of wine. Exactly. Let's just shoot this out of the... We're drinking it, it out, out of space. sympathy at this point. Yep. <laughs> out of masochism. Oh, it's... man. But it was... But see, I've... I've sw- I've steered you towards the light of Chakotisodes because you had your doubts. Uh-huh. I've been converted. You've been converted? Yep. By that fine Chakotay. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. F- fine, fine Chakotay. Mr. Face Tattoo Mick Nice Hair. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Hello, Face Tattoo Mick Nice Hair. A pleasure to meet you. What is that? Uh, German in origin? What is that? <laughs> What is the etymology of your last what is name? The etymology. <laughs> oh my god! So Jen, do we have an episode for next week? Well, it's going to be a Tuvok based episode. <gasps> We've certainly decided that because we have, by our own admission, been very Jane Way and Tom Paris heavy. Yes, and even in this episode, for some reason. We've skewed a little bit towards... I mean, it was a Chakota sode. I, I still stand by that. But it was very Janeway heavy. Yes. You'll have, to, you'll have to listen next week to find out. But we are going to visit our resident Vulcan and uh, see what he's got in store for us. I haven't yet decided which episode. There are a lot of good ones. If you have a preferred social media outlet, please hit us up at Engage at sevenofwine.com. Mm-hmm. And if not, you can also hit us up on all of our social sites. Why did I get to this voice? I have no <laughs> I idea, know. but I'm just going to stick with it. And we are on Instagram, we are on Tumblr, we are on uh, Facebook, and we are on Twitter. 
all of them, of course, with the handle Seven of Wine. We make it really easy for you because we love you. All five of you. (laughs) (laughs) Family included. So my name's Jacqueline Lopez. I'm Jennifer Zhang. And you have been listening to Seven of Wine. Chakota so Chakota so Chakota so Chakota so Chakota so